0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is Hollywood McConaughey with the double biceps. It is in the contract and legal requirement every single time we appear on camera. Welcome to the AWE podcast. The co-host, co-founder, co-breather of air, co-wearer of clothes in this very room. It is in fact the king of sting, the master of disaster, the count of Monte Cristo, Thunderlips, the ultimate male. It is in fact the winner of the Dave Stockbridge of the Year Award, and there it is, there. The illustrious trophy held by the illustrious man with the illustrious beard. And this is the, uh, the amazing man himself. It is Dave, Dave Stockbridge. Stockbridge, welcome to
1: the show. Well, thank you very much for that very, very warm welcome. As always, Hollywood Matt Connolly, we have ourselves a very special guest today. Ladies and gentlemen, you may know this young man as being the AWE Junior Champion. He is Hamza the Hammer, Hodgick. Well, welcome to the podcast. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolute pleasure, mate. We've been waiting for this opportunity to talk to you a little bit more. Sorry, as my
2: sound just kind of
1: cut in and out there a little bit. Um, So, mate, um, how's it felt carrying around the belt over the shoulder over recent months?
2: It's awesome. It's a good reminder of my hard work paying off. And it's good motivation for my next upcoming matches.
1: Mm, straight into the upcoming matches, obviously occupying a lot of your mind space uh, at the moment. AWE How, two. How's your preparation going?
2: Uh, preparation could be better. Um, I got an injury on my wrist, which halted some uh, some wrist training for a bit. Um, it's gotten better. I found uh, exercises that I could do that you know didn't hurt as much, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So I've been I've been training well, going heavy on the bicep lifts, and uh, I'm ready.
1: Beautiful and and how did you injure your wrist there?
2: So um, in preparation for my match uh, at AWE one, I was doing wrist curls off of the bench, uh, bench press mm-hmm. thingy. Uh, ah yeah, yeah yeah so like that yeah. And um, I felt like some cracking going on behind my wrist. That's not good. That's always a good painful. sound. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're cracking, you know it's right. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so you, you you sustained that injury before AWE one and still. Well, dominated in that performance. I mean, I, I think for a lot of people, uh, especially um, people in Queensland, they were they were somewhat surprised as to <laughs> how dominant you were in that matchup. Um, in in reflection, um, did it uh, did it all um, feel as easy as it looked?
2: It did, and that's because um, in the lead up to the match, when I injured it, I was actually worried that he'd top roll me because my wrist. Was weaker, but instead he went uh, for a press all three rounds, which didn't really attack much of my wrist. Uh huh. So yeah, I was just able to go full bicep backwards. Take so, hand.
1: Mm, so if only you knew uh, a little bit before, uh, mm-hmm. it might have might have made all the difference. But you you were strong enough to to work your way through it. Right. Um, no, I don't. I think that's not you. I think it's my little microphone here. So mate. That's, uh, Jamie Barrett was the uh, the opponent from the AWE number one
0: who had just come off a, a successful tour in the United States and he had a lot of hype behind him and this was touted as, uh, you know, the, we wanted to set this up because he was touted as the number one junior in Australia and we thought, well, who better to challenge him than... Uh, than Yourself, and uh, there was there was some doubters coming out of uh, the Ryan Bowen household, <laughs> <laughs> namely Ryan Bowen. Yeah, um, right. <laughs>
1: there
0: but was uh, some misplaced bets made, and <laughs> that's right, that's right. But uh, yeah, I wasn't sure how it was going. I'd never gripped up with Jamie. And, uh, you know, seeing him do so well over in the United States, it was like, wow, this is going to be a really big test for you. But uh, you came through with flying colours. It was, uh, yeah, it was a a 3-0 win at AWE1, and you looked dominant the whole way through as well. So, yeah, were you game planning very specifically? I know Jamie's very explosive from the start. Uh, Was there anything that you were concerned about in that matchup?
2: Yeah, I was worried about um, his setups because I was watching like old footage and he, he has a lot of like shoulder commitment that the referees don't uh, care about really. Um, Tim did good refing that day, uh, made the match even. And yeah, so I did lots of preparation uh, at the club with the, some of the guys there. They helped me with like some ready-go setups, uh, how I should uh, uh, hold my hand to try and prevent him from getting in a press or any supination mm-hmm. and it worked well. Yeah,
0: what was it specifically that that you had to get your hand in a certain spot, or it was because he's obviously in a press, he's trying to supinate his hand and press through with his his body, yeah, and and you were sort of kicking back, were you, or
2: yeah, I had some kickback, a lot of uh, back pressure, and I hit him um off center instantly. I didn't like try holding him in a defensive top row. Um I hit him straight away, so he couldn't get any shoulder commitment. Nice, mm. yeah, and mm. it went like uh,
0: all three sort of went straight through, didn't they? I mean, yeah. you did get straps one of the rounds, and uh, but it didn't seem to make any difference. It was a very dominant performance, and you walked away as the new, the new AWE Junior Champion with your belt there. You can see that on the table, and uh, one of the exciting things, and one of the the things that we've been pushing with the AWE is that you will be able to keep that belt forever. That is yours. And uh, you'll be defending the title at AWE 2 and you might win a second belt. So depending on how many times you defend the title, well, Mm -hmm. with the junior thing, you'll you'll have a restriction of age because it's 21 and under. So at some point you will will age (laughs) out.
1: (laughs) But you may have walked away with like 30 belts. (laughs) And, mate, and now, after AWE one, are you somewhat more excited about the, the possibilities that perhaps arm wrestling holds a, as a professional endeavor? Is it something that you can see yourself doing in the years to come at a higher standard?
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's the goal. Um, hopefully, you know AWE takes the next step that so far arm wrestling hasn't been able to to explore the sport into the mainstream media, and it could be a profession for many more people. Yeah, and so what? What got
1: you into the sport
2: to begin with? So I was I was on YouTube one night. It's like three o'clock in the morning and I was... Oh, sounds uh, like a school, <laughs> <laughs> a school night, wasn't it? Should have been doing. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 and I was just scrolling through YouTube and I saw like a, a highlight video of Devin Larratt, um in his WAL. And I thought it was like really cool. Um, usually whenever I have like these motivational nights, I forget the next day. But <laughs> I'm wrestling stuck with me. Yeah. And a few days later, I was, like I kept talking about it um, to my parents and my dad was like, all right, let's go like make a table. So we we made, like, a, a bench on wrestling table. We set up a pulley system and, like, a <laughs> terrible, like, cylinder handle that I would use, and I'd constantly, like, cut myself against the <laughs> metal. <laughs> Craftsmanship. <laughs> they just say, no, it'll make you
1: tougher. Don't worry about it. It's all part of it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so yeah that's when I first started training, a wow. couple months before I joined the club. You started so training d- beforehand. Is that yeah. why it was? Ah, yeah. so, so mum yeah. and dad were
1: really supportive from the get-go. Yeah, Amazing, and and so uh, you, you're training at home. Who was the first person you really gripped up with uh, that wasn't in your own family?
2: So um, we, I hadn't really done much arm wrestling at school, uh, but obviously I wanted to as soon as I got back to school because I think we were on holidays. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was, it was pretty easy because uh, I, I was like watching technique videos and stuff like that, you're all doing the- some training. And, yeah, <laughs> It was awesome.
1: So, so you started dominating in the classroom?
2: Yeah, I started at the classroom and then I challenged some of my uncles. They'd still beat me. Yeah, even though I like knew everything because they're just too strong. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, does that still happen? Uh, they don't want to challenge me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Hamza's uncle, hello uh, to Harms's you. uncle, yes, yes. Uh,
1: Hamza's uncle is a fixture at every one of Hamza's uh, events, and uh, and has been a been a long, uh, even in this very room uh previously it is a very very <laughs> passionate supporter not just of you but of arm wrestling i feel as well so um so mate so you, you were king king of the family beating everybody in the family when was the first time that you kind of stepped into a club
2: so i, I was training uh, with that handle weirdly for about like a month maybe a month and a half and i um, getting
1: cuts and abrasions yeah
2: <laughs> and eventually i thought enough was enough <laughs> and then my mom like offered it, it shocked me because i the Whole time it was like thought of like as a joke, I'm wrestling, yeah. And then I found out it was actually like a club, yeah. But I, I looked uh, at the like the Kilburn Community Center on, on Google and it said it was permanently closed. <laughs> and I, I was so confused, I'm like, so is there a club or not? I'm wrestling
1: <laughs> Sunday nights permanently, closed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they yeah. need to update their, their
0: hours for that, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so you, you, so, but you braved it and went along anyway, just in case, just made mum drive you regardless. Yeah, because I was, oh, I was looking at... Let's just go mum, there's, there's got to, somebody's got to be there.
2: Yeah, I was looking at <laughs> Matt's videos and they were like pretty recent, so uh, there was no update to the website where it was like, oh, we've moved or anything, so yeah. I decided to come anyway, see what happens and I found the club. Yeah, well,
1: yeah. And, and do you remember that first night in the training room?
2: Yeah, I remember it actually very well. Um, I started like warming up with Matt and uh-huh. then uh, last came along and he was oh, there you <laughs> go that was it <laughs> <laughs> it got really hot in the room I was sweating a lot and uh, I remember he was doing this uh, thing training my wrist he was telling me to just hold on and he would like do like weird hand movements <laughs> <laughs> Ah. <laughs> Nothing to do with arm wrestling. No. <laughs> there was no table so you, involved. You're you. talking about Laz,
1: Laz, the the Berserker Bolter, who's uh, comp- also on the card at AWE two and, and featured on AWE one. So he's looking to continue his winning streak. Um, I think uh, against Rhett Downwood That's from right. memory. That's right. So uh, so a big matchup uh, down down further down the card. But uh, you, you've, you you very very quickly found yourself uh, adept at the table, and and of course I guess whenever you pick up a sport. You're just naturally good at it. It's really encouraging. Did you feel like you were good at it from the get-go?
2: Uh, I'm not sure because I was I was really weak when I first started, and uh, I guess the guys at the club like were telling me you feel like a lot stronger than last week. Yeah. Um. So I just kept going uh, uh, to see what happens, and I started beating some of like the weaker guys at the club, like me. <laughs> and yeah, you can say yes, <laughs> but it is very true? politely like, not like, answering. Yeah, that. yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, but I, I think that uh
1: you know you you showed like great great potential, and 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 it did genuinely feel like you were you, you were getting stronger by the week I think you were growing an inch and putting on five kilos by the week at one stage and every time we returned to the training room you you were just at a whole new level until you know there was maybe a month there where I might have been competitive with you and then you just busted all the way through and then all of a sudden Matt's struggling to hold on to you and you, you're finding yourself in the top echelon of those athletes within the club um, and of course you, you would have been looking forward to uh, competing at at, at nationals, improving yourself to be the top junior at the country uh, in the country, but the, that didn't transpire in this case.
2: Yeah, I was hoping to compete at, uh, at nationals, but they had it at a, a casino or something like that yeah. and I, I was I think 17 at the time and yeah they didn't love it so yeah, you couldn't get the fake id in time yeah
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> and so awe one rolled around and and really was i mean one of the great things about awe one and a, a lot of those events that have kind of come out of uh COVID is that they were answering questions about you know where do people sit in the world or where do they sit in the region like what what's the new rankings because uh, no for about two or three years there nobody really knew and um, and I guess that's the, the question was there was a lot of hype around Jamie Barrett and, uh, and a lot of people were just assuming that he was the top junior in the country and, and uh, there was a lot of noise about that and yet you were just quietly there training in the background with your equipment, <laughs> bleeding, <laughs> um, <and> splintering, splintering. <laughs> picking, picking out splinters, and, and, uh, and, and you're working away in the background, and so AWE1 very much answered that question about who is the, the number one junior in the country and, uh, and amongst uh, the top juniors in the world. And so AWE2 rolls around and somebody else has uh, held up their hand and you've got a, you've got a new opponent. And, and what do you know about your opponent on this occasion?
2: I know that he's a a top roller. I think he's mostly low hand. Um, He's got an explosive hit off the start. Uh, He he looks pretty strong. Um, There's only like old footage of him having matches. The only recent one that I've seen was like almost a year ago versus Sam Burnett where he he lost, I think it was 4-1 or Mm 3-1. Ethan Um, Ethan Tunstall. That's right. Ethan Tunstall. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going into this match pretty confident. He hasn't been competing much, so I don't know. I guess... Maybe if he, if he felt he was strong enough, he would compete more. Mm. I'm not sure what, what the situation is. but
1: and, and what are your measurements right now? How tall are you now? Are you taller than at AWE1?
2: Are you taller than <laughs> when we started the podcast?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I haven't been measured uh, by height or anything for a very long time. I got it measured at the doctors like maybe two years ago oh, or no. a year and a half ago, and it was like 192 right 192 193 something around there
1: and you've certainly grown since then
2: yeah maybe about a centimeter or two since then
1: you're, yeah okay so and uh, and how much you're weighing in at
2: um i've always been fluctuating a lot i have good and bad days with my eating i'm mm-hmm. sitting around 82 83
1: and what, what's a good day look like when when eating barbecue. well just barbecue. yeah it's, barbecue. It's what so does a bad b- day look like <laughs> <Just> barbecue, <laughs> 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 but less of it yeah <laughs> Anytime there's me, it's a it's a happy day. It's a good <laughs> <Yeah>. day,
2: <laughs>
1: and uh, we, we uh, we're um, uh, broadcasting this uh, this podcast or recording this podcast uh, very shortly after an interview that you've just had with the News Limited Media with respect to uh, AWE two and uh, your your uh, position as uh, the top junior in the country, and um, and of course they they were firing out some questions uh, to you about. Um, you know how essentially as we've just uh, discussed you know how it is that you got into the sport and uh, you were explaining to them that you know you now feel like more than ever that arm wrestling is a is a pathway and genuinely an alternative for kids that might have otherwise gone into martial arts or MMA or boxing or something of that nature that arm wrestling very much is an alternative that younger generations should really be considering
2: yeah um you know arm wrestling uh I forgot what I was going to say.
0: That's okay. You you were excited about arm wrestling as a junior, as a potential that you could make a career out of it. Mm. Yeah. Yes, you were excited. <laughs> I can tell. Okay, I can <laughs> see the excitement <laughs> now. It came back to me.
2: Um, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen uh, a lot of the top guys talking about uh, how they they were able to make a living, and not just a living, but you know. Um, live life uh, happily, easily um, based off the money that arm wrestling has made them. Mm. Which is, it's good because arm wrestling still isn't, you know, obviously as big as it could be. That's what I think AWE here is uh, trying to do. They're trying to make uh, arm wrestling as uh, mainstream as possible. And I think after that explosion it could uh, make more money for not just the top guys but you know guys that are climbing up the ranks maybe depending on uh, how good they are at social media and stuff like that yeah
1: yeah yeah, for sure that's right it's really interesting that you make that observation about being good at social media because we see that all of the big names in the sport are those people that have now become household names monster michael todd ryan blue bowen um that ilk of athlete they're, they're they're well known but they're like you said, Devin Larratt is you know about the sport because of what you saw on social media, and people know of these athletes because of what they've seen on social media. It's almost like arm wrestling does not exist much outside of that that world. Um, so to be really good at that world is really that that pathway to becoming a professional in the sport, it seems, now more than ever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, You're going to get the
0: opportunities that uh, others won't because you've got a built-in audience and people know you and people want to challenge you and they see you and they recognise you. Um, thinking of the, the whisperer, you know, the biker, yeah. uh, for an example, the amount of opportunities that he's had since creating content and yeah. it's literally him on a table versing just
1: random people. Yeah, yeah. And, and whispering to them. Yeah, yeah, and and it's also it's also the way that the outside world gets to find out about us. I mean, I, I was talking about yeah, uh, you know, what what we're doing with AWE two with uh, with just a, a random person the other day, and you know the normal first reaction of oh arm wrestling is that actually a thing didn't come up because he said oh yeah I've been watching this whisperer oh there you go yeah and it's like oh. And uh, he said, "Yeah, yeah." And he just talks to people. I said, "Oh, yeah, you're really strong." So like, "Yeah." And he said, "Yeah, yeah, I love it. i love to see all the videos pop up." So, do you see anybody else? And he was like, "Oh, no, I don't think so." But you know, that's his. That's now his connection to the sport. And it's those those connections that over time exponentially grow, and uh, the sport becomes mainstream. Exactly right. Yeah, mm. for sure.
2: Yeah, some of the guys are, uh, at my school, they were showing me like uh, arm wrestlers on TikTok that they would be. They would see was, oh. like I was arm wrestling, and they would show me. They'd be like. Oh, do you think you could beat this guy? And they show me like a video of LaVon. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Bring him to me. I'll, I'll challenge me him now. Him. Yeah. <laughs> he was in
0: a movie. He's in a Chris Hensworth movie at the moment. Uh, mm. Levan. Yeah,
2: Extraction 2. I was watching that with my mom and I fell asleep. I was too oh. tired, but I might give it a rewatch. <laughs> Let's yeah. not tell Levan that.
0: Did you get to see Levan's scene?
2: Yeah, I saw him uh, at the beginning of the movie. It was like a, a security guard or, or something like that at the right. beginning. Yeah. yeah, but I saw on Ryan Bone's channel. He has uh, more of a, right. a appearance on the movie later on. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: the only bit I've seen. I haven't seen the rest of the movie, but yes, that uh, yeah, Levon I think he was uh, the, the bad guy, and if you're going to cast him as anything, it's like, well, we need to give you a machine gun because yeah. <laughs> that's all we're going to do. Here. Yeah. You're not going to be playing the uh, the romantic lead in here with Chris Hemsworth in the movie, so <laughs> Levan miss, just missed out in that lead role. Yeah, that's right. it was, missed It out. was Crystal. Liván was like, <laughs> uh, maybe
1: arm wrestle for it. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so uh, so. What what do you? Uh, how do you feel like uh, AWE2 is going to go for you on this occasion?
2: Uh, I think I think I'll, I'll I'll be in and out clean uh, four nil uh, first four of nil. four right might even yep. be five first nil four, yeah, yeah. Four Five nil, nil. <laughs> yeah. You're doing five. Double yeah double points something <laughs> like that <I> don't know. <laughs> and yeah um, looking forward to the after pulls as well. Uh, I know Todd Hutchings doesn't isn't really known for after pulling. He just comes in and competes and leaves, but. If I could get to pull him, that'd be awesome. I, th- yeah. I think he will.
0: He, he's got the day. Uh, he's staying in the hotel. Same hotel. You guys, well, the the uh, the guys coming from interstate and internationally will be. Uh, I would hope that he would uh, be keen to meet his fans that have yeah. come. I'd from say we
1: try and twist his arm, but I don't think we could. Um, <laughs> no, that's yeah, right. Just come through with side pressure. Um, <laughs> I mean if eight of us jump on him at once. Yeah. <laughs> And it is one of the great things about arm wrestling is that everybody does after pull uh, typically and uh, and gets that, that 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 opportunity to kind of grip up with athletes they might not otherwise have that chance to. Yeah, yeah that's right. Absolutely. It's
0: one of the exciting things about the sport is that, you know, you, you can have a match with somebody and then two minutes later, you are literally, they're telling you how they beat you or you're telling them how you beat them. <laughs> and it's like, no don't let me get that position. See how you're letting me do that? Like, don't do that. Like, (laughs) you know, you're teaching them how to beat you, but it's like, it's getting them better. And then they're going to be showing you, hopefully, uh, stuff that's going to get you better as well. And so everyone gets better overall. It's just, amazing it's a um, no other sport that i've seen where that happens
1: mm, yeah absolutely and uh, so do you have any tips for young people that might have just scrolled across the devon Larratt video and might now be arm wrestling curious like what, what, what tips have you got for people that stay want to get involved? Stay in out sport? of my way <laughs> <laughs> i'd say
2: um most important thing would be finding a club near you mm-hmm. if there's no clubs i know i've got a couple guys uh, that i've met online um through coincidence and they, they they like watch like he he's from italy mm-hmm. and he watches like ermies and stuff but he doesn't live anywhere close to a club so he does like grip stuff and training like that uh if you don't have a, a club you can uh you can do some arm wrestling lifts at home just get a karate belt and you can do most of your lifts with just that mm. start start
0: a club if you don't have a club in your area start one yeah just put a thing up on facebook and say this is the local arm wrestling club wherever you live and even if one other person turns up you got somebody to arm wrestle that's right yeah and get somebody else and you got three and then just builds from that it's exactly how we did it
1: yeah, exactly. And if you need a table, just um, Hamza's uh, yeah. dad will knock one up for you. So, speak gloves when you do not
0: Yeah, but the, 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 the resources are available for people to do it, and I love the fact that people are keen and they want to get things happening. I just think sometimes people need to take some initiative, and it's like you know if it's like oh yeah I'd love to do it but there's no no one around me that does it it's like if you know anybody then they have arms you can arm wrestle them yeah that's right <laughs> just you know, like you said you couldn't wait to go back to school then there's what i don't know 100 kids you could in your year maybe that that you to jump on with the table or even at the desk and be like hey let's see i don't know what i'm doing but let me just mess around and play around here and yeah, uh, yeah. there you go so
2: and uh, there's it's even if you both don't know like if you're both new and you don't know any technique there's plenty of youtube videos that explain every technique pretty uh in in, in good detail and you can just like sit there with whoever you're with and just uh, practice those techniques mm. Yeah, you don't need a coach or anything well,
1: right. What are a few of those uh, YouTube channels that you've been following to pick some, pick up some hints and tips?
2: I think it was uh, recently I saw one called uh, I think Arm Wrestling Monkeys. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So they've got like a they're doing like a series of different techniques and like the arm wrestling triad, I think it's called. And then they, they go through like every different one of the techniques, like sweeping top roll, uh, high hook, and posting top roll stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think they, they go into good detail of of everything that you can possibly doing arm wrestling. Wow. The king, mm. king's flop? They They've got you? everything.
1: <laughs> 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 and, and so, uh, I mean, I guess now you're, you're emerging as one of those athletes on the world stage, but uh, who, who are some of those athletes that have served as inspiration for you?
2: So Devon was the, the first inspiration. Um, and then once I started looking outside of that, um, I started uh, looking at some of the juniors around the world that are also as you know hungry for victory as I am to, mm-hmm. to like, climb those ranks. I saw this guy, uh, Rino Masic, uh, from Croatia. Uh-huh. He won four gold medals at, at WAF recently. Uh, he uh-huh. won the youth 90-plus kilos left and right, and uh, the seniors, I think, 100 kilos left and right. Jeez, so, Yeah, he's, he's really good. And uh, he was going to go against Bacho Saganashvili, mm-hmm. uh, which is another junior um, at East-West-West, West, but they, uh, Bacho, like pulled out because he wanted to pull out WAF yeah huh. so yeah i've been keeping my eye on reno he's he's an awesome guy he's got some good training videos as well i implemented a lot of his uh stuff from his training into mine mm-hmm. and yeah i feel like it's it's working very well what's mm. uh what
0: style does he
2: implement so he's he's like very uh uh straightforward with his training he doesn't do any like crazy handles or anything like that he uses the karate belt and he uses uh just a normal spinning handle with a thick grip uh he does um i think he's more of a presser he's he's realized that he's, he's good at pressing he's a lot of people are uh, through the WAF, but he's also got a, a strong top roll. Mm. Yeah, he's got very strong back pressure. I think he's like like seventy kilos of uh, just pure back pressure. Wow! Yeah.
1: Do you, Do you have an ambition to compete in WAF yourself? Or,
2: uh, yeah, that, that was the goal for this year. I wanted to actually go. Um, I think it's in August, but uh, mm-hmm. we we don't have. Uh, possibility to do that right now so Mm -hmm. maybe another time next year Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah.
1: very very cool and uh so uh, have you got some names that you're likely to call out if indeed you uh do happen to walk away with the title
2: over you or the the belt over your shoulder as uh as as you believe you will uh i've been thinking about um maybe if i could get some good preparation in i could go in against jordan davis he's not training very much but i think if you started training now's the time to get him (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this would be a good time. Jordan yeah, Davis would right. be an awesome match. Yeah. yeah, get him
0: now because he hasn't trained for like a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, that would be a good match. You're both very tall and yeah. Yeah, uh,
1: similar yeah. frames. It's uh, yeah, yeah, mm.
0: an interesting matchup. Same first name. No, not at all. Uh, (laughs) I like the the blank look for both of you. (laughs) That was great. Yeah, but what about for the juniors? Anyone else that would be say if you if you did defend the juniors championship uh, again? AWE two. Is there any other juniors in the country or anyone around the world even that's under twenty one? You've mentioned the the other uh, bloke before. Um he's a junior still
2: he's yeah, I think he's uh he turned eighteen this year, a bit before me. Wow. Mm. Yeah, so he's he's very strong for his age. Mm. Um we've also got uh, uh Chris Stapps from Latvia. Uh seventy five kilos he won at waffolds mm-hmm. uh youth. He's he's a strong guy. And also um Ricard Bornman, I know he's he's they're <laughs> yeah. saying he's out of my league. If if well. he gets <laughs> sweeped by Mario and it turns out that, you know, is not as strong as people thought. Maybe it could be a match. Yeah. If it's anything close with Mario, then definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> and because you you have gripped up with Mario, and, and how did that feel? Yeah, that was a uh, uh, Garage Wars 2.0. Oh, it's probably a year ago now. Yeah, it was, was a long year time ago. ago. But yeah, I had I had absolutely nothing. Yeah, <laughs> he was just holding me, saying like slowly pinning me. <laughs> yeah. oh, it, was <laughs> it was a year ago? Was a year ago? Yeah, yeah. You,
1: you've grown six inches since then. <laughs> so, um, so madam, um, um, we we we're going to uh, swap over into a live very very shortly and go over the card and get. Your thoughts on what some of the, uh, what what you think some of the other matchups are going to look like on the night. So, um, uh, for those that are interested, you know, if you if you you can jump over and and watch that because we'll have that up and live. Um, probably before uh, this video even appears on the on the internet, I would say it's true. Yeah, it will be. Yep. Yeah, so um, uh, but uh, certainly come back and and, and and you know watch that. And uh, but uh, I, I want to thank you very much, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure having you in. Um, you did admirably well with your interview with the with the mainstream media just a little bit earlier, mate. And 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 not only are you a fantastic champion, but you're a great ambassador of the sport. So thanks so much thank for you. coming in and, and joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Hamza of the Hammer